Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 41 of the Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about why the idea of willpower is a lie and why knowing your own tendencies is way more important, how you can get into and stick with a new consistent habit, and why I do not bring chocolate into the house unless I plan on eating the entire thing. True story. But before we get into the show, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and pretty much everything else live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So head on over there, get all the goods, but make sure you listen to this and also make sure that you move mindfully and with intention today. Thanks again for taking the time to listen. I really, truly do hope that you get some good movement in either while you're listening or maybe later today or hopefully tomorrow morning right? Let's at least commit to that you and me together. Because today we're going to talk about that because I want to bust the myth of willpower. It's a lie. It's totally a lie because there's two types of people. There's moderation lovers and then there's the all or nothing people type. So my husband is a lover of all things moderation. And I don't even think it's something he intentionally does. It really is just who he is. He can have, you know, one square of chocolate and then not think about it until a few days later. And then he remembers that he has it. And then he's like, oh yeah, chocolate. And he's like genuinely surprised and he eats the rest of his chocolate. But me, I am all or nothing. So I have one square of chocolate and then I put it away and I pretend that I have willpower. Maybe this is familiar for you too. Uh, And then I spend the next two hours obsessing over that chocolate and I literally cannot get it out of my mind. And it's just so frustrating because it's all consuming and I can't think of anything else. So I just eat the whole thing. And then I have a stomach ache for like the next few hours. So I really think that this is part of who you are. If you're an all or nothing type person or a moderation type person. And yeah, you can kind of change who you are, I suppose, but you have a lot of better things to do. And I think that trying to change that type of, you know, whether you're a moderation person or an all or nothing person is like fighting an uphill battle. Because in my book, your time is better spent doing the thing than trying to fight how you are right? Use who you are and use your tendencies rather than trying to change yourself all the time. So if chocolate's not your deal, because I know there are some of you out there who are, I just don't understand and don't like chocolate, but the same goes for working out and for movement. So I thought that for the longest time that I would just like love hopping out of bed, rushing through my morning routine and heading to the gym. And that's a lie. It was a very long road to get to the point where I'm able to get up and go out and exercise. And I do it regularly because now it's a habit. And that's what habits are for. They require zero brain power, zero effort. You just do it. Because if you're still 
thinking about it, if you're still having a conversation in your head about if you're going to do this thing or not, you're still relying on willpower. And that is just exhausting. It really is. A real habit is something that happens rain or shine, whether you're thinking about it or not, which is what makes it so powerful. Because once you have it, it's just something you do. And that's why knowing yourself is so powerful, especially if you feel like, again, you've been, you know, fighting the current, you've been trying to push a boulder up a hill. If you feel like you've been trying to effort through something and it just isn't working, instead of trying to fit yourself to the thing, ask yourself, how can I make this fit me? And that's really where I see we not even make mistakes, but we just get stuck. We keep trying to make ourselves fit something that really truly is just not designed for us. I am never, ever, ever going to make a a 6am workout class. I've done it before and it was miserable, right? And I know my tendencies. I know how I work. I know what I need to be successful. And I use that and that knowing of myself to do what I need to do and get what needs to happen done. And this is so important if there is something that you really want to change, if there's a new habit that you want to make or, you know, something you want to do. Because where I see people trip up is that they try to change their entire life in a week, right? Like January 1st rolls around and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm somebody who exercises seven days a week. No, you're not. No, you're not. And you might be one of those people, I get, I mean, they do exist, right? Who can just like go from zero to a hundred miles per hour right away. But that's not me. Mm -mm. Or what about when you decide that you want to change how you eat overnight? Now, to be honest, I did this. um, And that's a story for another day. Uh, And even now, that's not sustainable, right? That's the thing. Going from zero to 100 miles per hour, changing your entire life in a week, whether it's how you move or how you eat or how you train is not sustainable. Even for a person who can do moderation, even for a person who is all or nothing, it may work short term, but it's not sustainable for a lifetime habit. And that is the big difference. So start with one habit instead. So let's take body maintenance, for example. You have a goal. You want to get stronger or you want to recover from an injury. You want to do it safely. You want to do it in a way that will sustain you throughout the rest of your life, right? Making that habit. But if you keep starting and stopping, or maybe you're just like not starting at all, anchor it to what you are already doing. So find a habit that already exists. Maybe you have time in the morning. So set a timer for 10 minutes and do whatever you can remember like three times a week. Maybe you start with one time a week. Could you do it every single day? Sure. But it doesn't have to happen every day to be effective. Because remember, we're going for sustainable and really truly making a shift for the rest of your life, not just going all in and then just fizzling out two months from now, or maybe two weeks from now. Because once this habit becomes unshakable, and you don't have to think about it anymore, then and only then, Can we start talking about what else to add to the plate? 
And this process usually takes about 30 days or more. I've seen 21 days. I've seen more days. I'll tell you, your body's going to take probably longer than 30 days to really adapt to any type of dietary changes or physical changes. So you got to stick it out for more than 30 days. But if your brain just starts freaking out over the idea of anything longer than 30 days, just 30 days. Okay. So here's my take and actually something I'm doing right now on progressively adding in a new habit. So I've always sort of wanted to be a runner and I've done half marathons, 10 Ks. I think there was a 12 K in there somewhere. There was chocolate involved. So that makes way more sense now. (laughs) I've done five Ks, but I've never run regularly and actually enjoyed it. Like I always had a race signed up and I was running for that race. But the minute the race was done, I stopped training because I never made it a sustainable habit. I never made it something that I liked. And I know that my dog enjoys it. And so that's another just a side tip. Uh, If you have somebody else who you can do the thing for is way easier. (laughs) So I run for my dog. Um, And I started running once a week, a couple weeks ago. Like honestly, at the time of recording this, I'm about three weeks in. And I've been doing intervals, one minute run, one minute walk. And this works for me for a few reasons. Number one, I'm not setting myself up for injury. So I'm being a moderate person instead of all or nothing. Um, And number two, it's totally doable. I get quick wins right out the gate, which makes me like it and want to do more of it. Now, if you're like, wait, Alex, you just said you couldn't change being an all or nothing person or a moderate person. In a way, this is me leaning into my all or nothing self. I know I want to run. I'm going to add one day of running. um, And I only do it on Wednesday mornings, which also means that if something comes up on Wednesday mornings, I'm not going to run. And that's okay. That's okay. Because Wednesday is going to come around again in less than seven days. But my point is that relying on willpower alone sets you up for failure. And if you're anything like me, you're already hard enough on yourself as it is. And who wants to do something that you totally suck at? When you frame it that way, it makes no sense, right? So let's all agree that willpower is BS. And be kind to our future selves by keeping her in mind as we go about our day. Set yourself up for more and more wins. And really, that's the best question you can ask yourself. Is this nourishing to my future self? Is my future self going to call me and be like, Alex, why? Why did you do that? Because if the answer is no, move on. It's really, truly as simple as that. So I hope that was helpful for you. And I hope, especially as we are deep within the holiday season, that this idea of willpower and really honoring your future self and what is best for you stays at the top of mind. But I do want to know, are you someone who lives in moderation or are you like me and all or nothing? So send me a DM or tag me on Instagram and let me know. Or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. I am very curious to know if there's any more all or nothings of you out there. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. You can even head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and leave a review, which helps other body nerds find the show. So here's asking better questions, moving more, and doing it in a way that your future self is going to be stoked about. And also getting super nerdy. 
Thank you so much for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.